Hello and welcome, Not About Us listeners, Not About Us friends. Uh, we're going to do a conversation podcast. Uh, today is April 23rd at the time of recording. Hopefully this will be up fairly soon. Uh, but as always, this is Brad. And this is Scott. And this is Not About Us. back not about us listeners um so yep just our normal conversation podcast today um got a few things both of us i think have a few things we want to talk about um it might be one of those ones where we'll do a youtube portion first uh and then we'll continue on to audio only but i am going to go ahead and record the whole thing because i have discovered there are some uh platforms out there odyssey and Mm-hmm. Uh, Rumble, I believe, is the other one I just discovered. Uh, we're able to talk about pretty much anything that would get us a strike on YouTube, so uh, we will put the full videos on them as well. Um, now, right now, we're on Odyssey, right? We are on Odyssey. Not completely, only a few. <laughs> only a few, just to kind of get a presence on there. Um, time-consuming uploading, because uh, we already have quite a backlog of videos yeah um, i can't or, believe we're already here you know <laughs> i mean it's been about one year and uh I, I haven't done a count lately but we were getting close to the hundred mark so i do i, I need to count so i want to celebrate that when it happens but Yay. but uh yeah why we put emphasis on certain numbers i'll never understand but a hundred's still kind of cool <laughs> i guess it works a hundred is an a plus so <laughs> but uh but yeah, so uh, Rumble, not quite there yet. I'm investigating it, but probably pretty soon. And I'm going to get to work on Odyssey, getting more and more videos on there. But I'm going to just go ahead and upload all the current stuff as it happens. So this conversation will at least be on Odyssey and Rumble at the same time it's on YouTube. Um, but that being said, just because we got that strike that one time, we're going to be careful on YouTube. Um, but this conversation's already started off, and I'm forgetting one of the most important things. This should not be about us. You don't come here for us. And if you do come for us, stop. Yeah. Because it's not about us. What's the point? <laughs> right. <laughs> There's nothing here. Um, maybe you come for the cats. I, oh. I can understand that, I suppose. There we go. But, uh, Scott, would you would you please, uh, before I just keep rambling on and on and on, put a stop to me and let's bring in the one that this is truly about. All right. Hallelujah. Yahweh... May the ramblings be yours. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Ramble on. Ramble on. As long as it's from you, the rambling is good. Uh, hallelujah. Yahweh, which means it functions correctly. Your <laughs> ramblings are amazing. So just just have your way in this, Yahweh. Thank you. Thank you for your truth. You are the way, the truth, and the life. So we do thank you. For all of that, we thank you for the path that leads us to you. We thank you for real truth that that leads us out of the deception uh, of this world. And we thank you for life. Oh, yes, Yahweh, we thank you for life. So just be the way, the truth, and the life today. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. All right. Well, um, I don't know the order of the things that uh, you want to talk about. I oh, I have no order. I just kind of have some couple things to throw out there from now time to time. So if you have a plan, <laughs> if you have a purpose, uh, go for it. 
I have just kind of, what about this? Little things to throw out there from time to time. Okay. Well, I guess I'll go ahead and get started then. Um, I want to share with everyone um, a dream I had. And uh, Scott, normally I've already told you my dreams. Um, and we've kind of discussed them a little bit before I bring them up on here. This is one time where uh, our lives have kept us busy and apart and just yes. haven't really been able to talk about it yet. He told me about this, or he told me he had one a little over a week ago, and he's like, I've got to tell you about this dream. Remind me about this dream. And we just kept failing to connect. So, yeah, I'm waiting, yeah. I'm waiting too. So um, I want to preface this by I do not think this was a prophecy dream. I think this is a God working on me uh, dream. Um, so I don't want to say this dream and then have people be like, Brad is prophesying that Israel is going to be under attack or something. No, I'm not. Uh, this is not a prophecy dream. This is God, um, continuing to work with me, um, because that's what I've asked for. <laughs> um, uh, but I've asked God continue to work with me keep educating me keep training me keep me on the path that leads to you these are constant prayers uh that i have and i think he does that and i think one of the major ways he's done that with me um in the last few years is through dreams dear blog brad's prophesying again <laughs> oh, no. um but uh, uh i don't know if my telling of this dream might be um there's one part in the dream particularly that's kind of graphic uh, I'm going to explain it as it happened in my dream. Um, uh, it's a it's a, a violence kind of thing, so uh, people can decide if they want younger people to hear it or not. Um, but the dream starts out, and I am in Israel. And just because of my studies, because of my interest in God, uh, and all these kind of things, I know of Israel pretty well. I know the layout. I've looked at the map. I've looked at you know Google Earth of it several times and, and whatnot. I have a general idea of where things are. I've never been to Israel. And so in the dream, um, I'm in Israel and I know I am. It's just one of those dream things I know. And I don't, uh, I don't immediately know that this is, this is a God dream. At the beginning, I figure it out more later in the dream. Um, but I'm in Israel, and um, I'm a citizen of Israel. I know this. In the dream, I know this. I'm, um, I, I speak English. Everyone around me is speaking different languages. I understand, and they understand me. It's just a dream thing. Um, but I also know that uh, very soon, Israel is going to be uh, under occupation. Occupation from Russian and some other army. I don't know what the other army is, but in the dream, I clearly know that, that there's definitely Russian troops that are soon entering uh, Jerusalem. And I'm in Jerusalem. Specifically, I'm in the Old Quarter. And, uh, and, and, I, and I know all of this right off the bat. I'm a citizen of Israel. I'm in the Old Quarter of Jerusalem. Um, and I know that Russia and some other army have kind of have this plan and have come together and they're coming into Israel to occupy. And that's uh, that's where I'm at at the beginning of the dream and then boom, it happens. Um, there's the sound of heavy machinery, tanks, all sorts of stuff. Uh, there's things flying above us, uh, you know, planes and bombers and all sorts of stuff. 
this is happening. And, and I had a moment to recognize everything, but now it's, it's action. The dream is just one continuous uh, forward motion. Um, I, run a, I run to the top of a hill to try to get a better look at what's going on. And I recognize a man and a woman. And I know that they're man and wife. I know who they are. They know me. I don't really know them in real life, though. It's just a dream thing. I know them in the dream. I know their husband and wife. I know they don't have any children. But they have a child with them. In the dream, I know that's not their child. But the child, they found him in the street. And it, it's like a three-year-old little girl. They uh, found her in the street. And they have just picked her up because people are running. They're trying to figure out where to go, what's safe, what can we do. And the three of us are now together. And... We decide uh, to stick together. Uh, we run into into uh, Jerusalem um, and old buildings, and we're running through different places and things like that, just trying to figure out where can we go, what is safe, what road can we go down. Uh, we'll come down some roads and we'll see soldiers, and we'll <laughs> oh great, you know, and we'll turn around and we'll go a different way. Um, at one point, uh, this is the kind of graphic part. Um, we've, and also at this point, we've also have collected a few more people. Um, but, um, we, I'm at the head of this group of people. I'm coming out of a kind of an old arch tunnel onto a main street and I'm the first one out and I see what's going on. I kind of put my hand up to stop other people out of another doorway. There is, um, a Russian, uh, high ranking officer, like a general or somebody of importance, and he has uh, by the throat um, a fairly brand new baby, and he's holding it above um, a man and, and a wife, um, and, and I'm pretty sure they're the parents, and he's taunting them with it, uh, choking this baby in front of them, and they're in mortal terror, and they can't do anything because there's soldiers all behind them, and you know they all have guns up, and they're just he's just taunting them, choking their baby in front of them, choking their baby in front of them. And it, sorry, the image in the dream was so powerful um, that um, it was quite, quite a lot to take. Um, but I now am conflicted because I want to help. I, I want to, but I'm, I'm helpless. What can I do against all of these people and I remember that there's this group of people behind me too, and they're kind of counting on me. And so I turn around, and I don't want them to see what I just experienced. So I do the best that I can to just suck it up. And the image that I just saw in my head, I try to just put it on my way, and I say, no, we got to go a different way. And we go a different way. Uh, we, uh, we come out of a tunnel. It looks fairly open. Uh, we go to the top of a hill, and there's one... Uh, soldier there uh, that sees us coming he pulls his gun and he shoots the man uh, that is the husband to the woman that's in my group and we don't even have time uh, to really even focus on the fact that he just killed him in front of us because we got to just keep on moving she's wanting to she's wanting to panic and I'm trying to pull her and she's still holding that other child and I'm like no we got to go we got to go and uh, we come to a busy intersection where uh, you can see that there are tanks rolling in uh, and there's cars trying to leave the city. Um, and, and some people have abandoned cars. So, I mean, the cars are having to weave in and around other cars to get through. 
one car with an older man and his wife stop. They see us and they say, um, you know, we can take some of you. Come on. I open the back seat. I get in. I hold out my hands to take the little girl. Uh, I take the little girl. Before the woman can get in the car, the man panics and he just floors it. And so now the, the mother, and it's not, she's not the mother of this child, but she tried to take the child because just everything was going on. And, and she's now, she just watched her husband die. And now she's seeing us being driving away and she's chasing after us. No, 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 don't abandon us. Don't leave us. And I'm panicking and I'm screaming at the driver, stop the car, stop the car. And he says, I can't, I can't. And I see why it's because the tanks are now uh, so, so close that they are just, they, they are, they are, it's a, a terrible danger. And so he takes us a little bit out of town, um, and we get to a point uh, where there's a, a house kind of on the edge of town. And in my mind, I'm thinking that we're like, like we've headed towards the Golan Heights, but I don't know for sure because um, I'm starting to realize now that I'm me. I'm not this citizen of Israel. I don't know it as well as I think I do. I'm thinking that I'm just, wait, I'm just me. I'm, I'm Brad. I'm, I'm starting to realize I'm not this person. But it dawns on me that I still care about all of these people and all this stuff that's going on. And so I make a, we're in the house and at the edge of town. And, and I can look back and I can see Jerusalem. It's burning. There's, there's smoke and all sorts of stuff going. And I say, well, at this point, I'm starting to realize if it's a dream and I care about these people, and I, and I want to go back and try to save that that woman. I make a pact with the old, uh, the old man and the old woman. I say, watch this child, please. I leave the little girl with them, and I, uh, I uh, take the car, and I'm driving back into town to do whatever I can. A little more confident now that I realize that this is just a dream, but uh, it's at that point uh, that I, I that I wake up, and it was one of the, just those. I, I, I've tried to explain this before. I know I know when I'm having a God dream, or at least a dream that God is saying, Brad, you need to pay attention to this one. Um, it, it, it's, in, it's in 8K, crystal clear, I'm there. I don't remember my stupid dreams that I have. I just don't. I had one the other night, um, apparently in the middle of the night. My wife reminded me of it in the morning. I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't remember that. But this I remember in the greatest of detail. I've uh, and there's only been, there's been about five times that I can say that. Um, so it's one of those things. I I think it's just a continuing. It's just a continuing reminder from God, saying, Brad, things are gonna get bad. You can't. You can't save anyone. You can't. I can. But what I need you to do is I need you to try. I think that's just been the key that has been going through these dreams lately is, Brad, I just need you to try. And uh, so, I mean, that's that's the major part of what I'm taking from that dream. But I'm sure there's probably so much more to it than that, too. Um, but the fact that, that there was some, in this one, there were some very hard images to process. Uh, so, yeah. So that was it. That was, that was my dream. And like I said, I don't want that to. I don't want people to now go. Brad is prophesying that Russia is going to invade Israel and all this kind of stuff. No, that's not. 
you know, I think elements of of what I know and what I've been because I've been reading about Russia and Ukraine and all that stuff going on. So I think Russia is just in my head. I personally do have some beliefs that Russia is uh, part of the Gog Magog, uh, you know, war that is to come. But but I don't I'm not prophesying that that's, <laughs> you know, what this dream is. But uh, yeah. So I, I just wanted I just wanted to share it because um, I feel like I have to try. And if, if part of that means I have to be open and honest with, uh, with, with Scott, my family, with our and with our Not About Us listeners, then that's what I'm going to do. Wow. Um, so I'm going to share two things that, that speak to me on that level. Not a dream, just studies I've heard lately that might help with what I just heard from this. One of them was uh, an interview with the director of The Chosen. Dallas. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Jen Jenkins. Dallas Jenkins, I believe. I think so. Something um, like that. I don't. Yeah. I apologize to you if you are the director and you're listening. I, I don't know the name, but. We love your work. I, I, I do. <laughs> I just, you know, but then again, it's not about you either. <laughs> But uh, and and I say that from what I've seen of of the man, I think he'd appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, he just he was talking. He was going through some rough periods in his life, and he was talking about everything. And he'd been studying uh, the the loaves and the fishes and feeding the five thousand. And and he said one day he was up working, and it's four in the morning. And bing, a thing pops up on his computer screen at that time. And it's a friend of his that he knows. And it just says, um, just remember, it's not up to you to feed the people. It's only up to you to provide the loaves and the fish. And it just shook him at a, at a moment where he needed that right there. And that kind of... Yeah. yeah. That kind of helps uh, where I'm, what you said. But another one is uh, I've been... I've mentioned them before, FAI, uh, Frontier Alliance International. Uh, I've been going through several of their Bible studies with them, their, their things like that. And again, uh, as I say with everyone, I don't believe everything. They're not perfect. Uh, I don't believe everything they say is golden. But I do appreciate their heart and I do appreciate a lot of where they're trying to go. Uh, and one of the things they said that really struck me the other day. They were talking about how they feel that the church, the body of Christ, needs to be prepared mm -hmm. for what's coming. And they're not. Uh, for the most part, they're just waiting to be taken out of here uh, when things get rough. And so we are going to fail in the role we're supposed to be in. It's supposed to be our finest hour. We're supposed to be helping a lot of people. We're, we're not. We're going to be terror-stricken. We're going to be freaking out. And we are not going to be ready to face the horrors that you just witnessed in that dream. And we're, not, we're going to fail to help a lot of people because we were not prepared 
spiritually, emotionally, uh, uh, the, the way God wanted us to be prepared to hear his voice, to listen to him, to be where he needs us to be, when he needs us to be there, uh, trained to do what he wants us to do in that time, ready to reach out and love and, and, and release his grace and power. And one of the things he talked about that really made it clear to me, I had never thought about it this way before. Isaiah, the prophet, stands up and says, nation of Israel, if you will repent, your city will be saved. I'll spare the city. Oh, okay, all right, we, we hear that word and the city is saved, yay, Yahweh spared us and saved us and rescued us uh, from the danger. More than 100 years later, 100, 150 years, I'm not exactly sure on the timeline, Jeremiah comes on the scene, another prophet. And now we're in the time of Josiah. Now Josiah, the king of Israel, realized that Israel had fallen away and it shook him and he repented and he went back and he said, we need the law, read the law to the whole people, said, we need to go back to Yahweh. We need to do this again, tore down idols, started chasing God again, cleaned up, had massive revival in the land. And in the middle of this, Jeremiah gets a word from Yahweh and he says, tell the people to be ready to be taken over. And tell them to be ready to surrender because if they surrender, it's going to be much easier on them. Do not fight what's coming. I am sending an enemy to take you into captivity. And he tells the word of Yahweh to the people. And the people respond by going, what, what are you talking about? Don't you see the revival happening? Don't you see, you know, we're going, we're coming back to God? Don't you, what, where is this? How can you be saying this? Yahweh could not possibly be saying this to us right now. And he said, look, that's the word of Yahweh. You know, I mean, if I were to keep it inside, my bones are on fire. I cannot keep this inside. I've got to speak what Yahweh's giving me. And can you imagine those people would have said, Isaiah, the prophet, told us that we just need to repent and the town's going to be protected. And they brought it up. That was a correct word of Yahweh. What Isaiah gave them was the word of God. They were going back to the word of God, but it was not the word of God for that time. In other words, God was saying, yeah, that was for them, but now this is gonna happen. And this is what I want for the people because of what's been happening, because of a lot of things we won't get into, because uh, this is not a Bible study on that, but the point was Jeremiah's word from Yahweh was correct and righteous and the other prophets, the false prophets said, how dare you, Jeremiah? We're gonna punish you for that. Mm -hmm. We're gonna put you in stocks. We're gonna throw you in a well and we're going to prophesy to the nation that Yahweh has said, we're gonna be protected. We're not gonna be taken. Everything's gonna be great. Guys, we're coming into a time where we need to be ready. God is saying it has to happen. It has to happen this way. The end times are upon us. And if you don't want to recognize it, 
then you want you continue to be a false prophet and you see where that gets you. And if you don't recognize that we need to be prepared and preparing ourselves now for what's coming, then you are going to be a detriment in that time when you realize we're still here, when you thought we were going to be gone. I think you're right. I think he's preparing your heart. And, and, and thank you for sharing that because he's preparing mine too. And that just makes it more real to me. I know that I know you were supposed to say that if for no one else, me, but no, that was one of the things that, that Isaiah Jeremiah thing just really spoke to me. And I wanted to share that, that how real that was to me. And then you said that and I went, Oh my goodness, there's a connection. (laughs) Right. There's always a connection. He always works it. So there is, it's just, that part of it's absolutely amazing. But yeah, that, that one, I mean, I'll be honest, that one, that one did shake me. Um, just because the imagery behind it, I hadn't really hadn't had one that had hit me. Um, they've been emotional. I've had emotional dreams from him before. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones with my mom were a different kind of emotional, um, you know, uh, um, just a relief, uh, uh, a, a happiness, a, a sadness too that, I wasn't going to see her for a while, but uh, there was a relief because I've mentioned it before that I had a dream that I wasn't, I, I, after my mom passed, I still had a little doubt in my head. Did I do all I could? Did I get her to a relationship with Christ? Was, did she, was she saved? I'll, I'll, you know, I had some doubt that popped in my head and, and um, by Yahweh's good grace, I believe he gave me a dream that pretty much cemented him the fact that it, it cemented in my head, the fact that yes, <laughs> yes, we can close this. Uh, we can close this. You did. Um, so, I mean, that was a wonderful dream for multiple reasons and very emotional. Um, but this one was just emotional because um, the, 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 the terror of, of being in that situation and, and seeing the horrible things. And I don't want to say just because I had a dream, I understand people who went through the Holocaust and who uh-huh. are going through tribulation and all these kind of things. I definitely don't want to shortchange you at all. I just want you to, 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 to know that, that I, I, I have a better understanding now of what those kind of things are like. Um, and you know, it, it was, it was a, it was a dream, but you know, that it affected me, it, uh, you know, the, um, I don't, I don't, that wasn't a real baby. It wasn't a real man that died in front of me. It wasn't a real, you know, all those kind of things, but it did affect me. And so, uh, yes, I, um, I can't help but think that you're absolutely right. Not only is he telling me that, Brad, you're, you need to try, but he's also preparing me for possibly some of these more uh, not-so-great situations that could be coming up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, thank you, Yahweh, for doing that. Of course, yes. in a way that I can handle, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, um, I have some other things that I had to like talk about, just kind of little ideas, and I mean things that uh, I've had on my heart for a while. But 
because of where we've gone with this, let me just, I'm going to kick a few of them out. I don't want to discuss. They seem too light and trivial right now. We can definitely go light and trivial. I have a shout out that I want to do at some point too. Why don't you do that right now? Um, this is a shout out and a prayer. Um, I, I've been, I've been asking God to, to help me find people to pray for. And, um, cause that's one area that I've also been working on. Um, is just being that prayer warrior, that spiritual, uh, fighter, um, that others, you know, even if they don't know me or even if I don't know them and, and, and like I say, a lot of times I don't even know, uh, their real names, um, because a lot of this stuff I find on the internet where people use usernames and, and whatnot. So, um, but this one, first of all, um, uh, I'll, I'll shout him out, um, it's CG uh, Patriot, um, and his that's the the name he goes by, and his channel um, on YouTube, on uh, Rumble, um, and maybe others, um, but it's called Awake with Reason, and he does get into um, a lot of uh, some of the stuff that we get into, um, some of the stuff that got us a mark on YouTube, so I won't mention it, <laughs> but. Uh, um, he goes into a lot of that stuff. Um, he talks about, um, first of all, let me just shout out the fact that well, what I do like. He's, uh, you know, he's a husband. He's a father of a, a little boy and soon to be father of a little girl. Um, he's a Christian and he's a patriot. And all he's, from what I understand, all he's really trying to do on his channel is just to uh, bring attention to people things that um, could be going on. Um, he presents a lot of evidence as to, uh, you know, it, it was, a lot of people say these are conspiracy theories and those kind of things. As we've stated a couple times, if they say conspiracy theory, we might just give it more credit just because of that. Mm -hmm. If there's an active plan to try to discredit it, to try to make it go away, to try to create disinformation about it, that makes me think that then there might be something to it. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm on board with a lot of stuff that he that he has been suggesting. Um, but uh, awake with reason, I, I like that. I, I like that name too. Not only awake, you're aware, you're sober, you're paying attention, and you're doing it for a reason. I, I appreciate that. So um, that's just kind of my shout out. I highly uh, recommend people ch uh, check him out for themselves. See if they like his stuff. Um, but in a, in, a, in a recent video, he, uh, towards the end of the video, um, he just mentioned that he, you know, he was, uh, hoping that people would pray for his wife. Um, throughout the video, he had explained that she was 33 weeks pregnant and that she had gone, uh, she was being hospitalized, uh, for a blood clot issue. And so, um, in the video, he did say that she was doing well, um, and they were just trying to decide if they needed to keep her until uh, they were going to do the C-section or if she might get to come home or whatnot. So, I mean, she's doing well, but he did ask uh, for people to, to think about her and, and to pray for her. And so I, I'm going to do that and I want to pray for him. So Yahweh, Yeshua, it was by chance that you even brought this guy in, in, into my life. Mm -hmm. um, so for that reason alone, I can't help but wonder... Um, if there, if there's something more, um, that I need to be aware of here. And, and that will be my goal to support this man, to support his wife, um, in the way that I can, 
using the platform that we have. But Yeshua, I pray because you love them more than yes, even I could possibly ever love them. Because you love them in a way and an understanding that we just don't know. Because you care for them and, and, and they are yours. I pray that yes. you give them your protection, that the blood of Hallelujah. Yeshua wash over them and protect them and, and, and protect his channel, protect his family, protect all of the things so he can do his part getting the truth that he has out to the people that need to hear it. And for his wife, I pray that this blood clot issue is, uh, is just, I, I pray for miraculous healing in that situation. Uh, let the clots be gone and let the blood flow the way it's supposed to. I pray blessings on his son and also his little girl that's coming. Um, and thank you, God, for bringing this man in my life in a, in a time that I can understand exactly what he's going through. Um, as I, too, am about to be uh, a father to two twin boys. Um, and our pregnancy also has not been necessarily the greatest. So you have, you have presented me a, a person that I can yes. fully understand what he's going through. And, and I appreciate you for that. And I pray for them and their family. And I pray that oh their channel, their platforms be protected so that they can get the truth that you want them to get out to the world. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Yahweh. And thank you, Yahweh. Hallelujah. So I see we're running at about, is that 37 minutes uh, approximately before you edit it down? Yep. So probably about, yeah, probably 37 minutes on the dot. Okay. So I want to, we'll talk about a couple more things, but then we'll flip over to the um, sarcastically, uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to get, no, I don't want to be, I don't want to get mean. I'm sorry. I don't want to do that. But um, I guess one of the things I've noticed that I will bring up right now is I've been listening to a lot of testimonies lately online from people, uh, ex-Muslims and uh, ex-Orthodox Jews who have come to a, a saving knowledge of Jesus, Yeshua. And there's a real revival going on in the Muslim community and, and in, in Israel right now, mm -hmm. uh, so much so that a lot of people are receiving death threats and, and hatred that we're not hearing about in America, generally speaking. You gotta go, you don't go to mainstream uh, media to, to get real news. I mean, that's just as simple as that. Yeah. Um, so, and there's a lot of stories we could go on with that, uh, information that's coming out about why, but I'm not gonna go there right now. But it occurred to me, one of the things that really struck my heart and, and just made me hurt was that all of, these, all of these stories are just talking about a dead religion that they were sucked into and there was no life and no hope and they were looking for hope and they weren't finding anything and they were going to their rabbis and getting non-answers and, and they were going to the, the, I don't know what the Muslim imams, yeah, uh, they they were you know they were going to the Quran, they were going to all these things, and they were getting nothing, and they found life in Yeshua. They found reality. They had they had real they had visions and 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 dreams and real connections, 
and, and just joy and passion and, and life in finding the one true Messiah, uh, the Messiah of not just the Jewish people, but of all people. And, and love for each other, these Muslims and Jews who hated each other, now, yeah. now loving each other and embracing and, and becoming one body. And the reason I hurt is because the, the people, at least in the United States of America, I, I can't say for the rest of the world, but the people in Christian dead churches are not looking for Jesus because they think they have him. And I realized that these, uh, these Jews and these Muslims, a lot of their stories were like, you know, they'd meet someone who says, let me tell you about Jesus. And they, you know, Jesus, whoa, stay away. We know about him. He's the enemy. Or we, you know, the, the Orthodox Jews, I, I'm surprised by how many of them, uh, their testimonies are saying, we, you know, we thought he was Catholic. We didn't, we didn't even know he was Jewish. Right. And, uh, you know, no, uh, the New Testament is, is a book anti-Semitic and all about hating the Jews. And, and you know, the Muslims are all talking about, you know, Jesus. Yeah, we know about him. He's a minor prophet, but he's nobody. He's nothing. He's, he's worthless, right? You know, Jesus is nothing. You don't tell me about Jesus. And so when Jesus confronts them, or when, when, they, when they're really challenged by this and they start to look, and then they meet the real Jesus because they start looking for him. And it broke my heart because I realized a lot of people in dead churches that are not saved, that don't really know God, one of the foolish virgins, you could say, they're not looking for Jesus because they think they've already got him. And, and it crushed me yeah. to know they're not going to find him because they're not seeking. There's That prosperity message didn't necessarily do anyone any favors. Because uh, a lot of people have this version of Jesus in their head. Uh, and it's an idol. It's an idol of God that they've created in their head. This version of Jesus that can never be upset with them no matter what they, what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, what offense they create or whatever offense they do. Even though it's clearly in scripture that these things are not okay they don't self-convict they think they're good people um i watched a video living waters ray comfort um i've mentioned him before but i watched a video recently and my heart was breaking for this woman um for pity oh my gosh Uh, so ray was presenting her with the, the, the his normal approach is he asks the questions like do you think you're a good person and then when they say yes because 99.9% 99.9% of the time, people think they're a good person. Scripture even says man will proclaim their own goodness. And um, this woman, she you know, she goes through this whole thing. He then starts to, to uh, as he does, he says, well, can I prove to you that you're not? And he then goes, he lists a couple of the Ten Commandments and, you know, how many lies have you told in your life? How many of this and that? And and, and what he's trying to do is he's trying to explain to them that by God's standards, you have committed offenses and, and you are uh, worthy of uh, God's wrath <laughs> upon you. And then he gets to a point where he explains to them, how can you get out of that? You know, I mean, and of course, you know, we know that it's, 
uh, it's because we have a relationship with Jesus. It's because we trust Jesus uh, and the promises that Jesus has made. But this woman, she starts to get to a point where she's like, wait, um, who, who are you to talk to me about my relationship with Jesus? And she just goes off on this on this rant and she eventually explodes and gets to a point where she's uh, screaming at people uh, don't listen to this man. Don't follow this man. He's wrong. Blah, blah, you know, blah, blah. I mean, she's just, she, she acts a little crazy and I'm just sitting there in, in just, uh, and just such pity for her because the simple fact is if you have a relationship with Jesus, uh, we've mentioned it before, love needs to share. Mm -hmm. If she has an actual genuine relationship with Jesus, she'll talk to anybody about it and be happy to do so. And, yeah. and, 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 and she uh, was so offended that he would suggest that the idol of Jesus that she has in her head could possibly have anything to hold against her. And that's the problem with this prosperity message, um, you know, that mm -hmm. started uh, well, going on for decades now. But, but uh, it's, it, it's and, and lazy religious leaders lazy religious leaders who find it so much easier to just say jesus loves us and not get into the the nitty-gritty yeah I've, I've talked about revelation uh you know and, and all the reasons why it doesn't get preached uh genesis is considered just to be fables and legends so you know it, it has no it has no value to be preached they just want to focus uh and i've seen this in my own life the only uh times that churches that i've gone to even bring up the old testament is to talk about a psalm um mm -hmm. you know they'll, they'll talk about psalms they'll talk about they'll talk about david but they won't you know that david and goliath daniel and the lion's den uh, yeah but they won't they won't get into the nitty-gritty of mm -hmm. daniel and the lion's den is a great amazing story talks about how awesome uh having faith in god is it talks about how being a morally upright person like Daniel is is a good example but what is the book of Daniel really about it's really about the nitty-gritty uh the prophesying about the coming of the Messiah prophesying about end time things prophesying about the stuff that happens in Revelation you know it's just uh it's just it's been maddening for me um uh to remember all of these church sessions that I went to and really none of them were value-added you know, our time together has been so. Uh, one one Wednesday with you was was more value added than fifteen times that I went to Sunday church. You know, just because of uh, of I really feel like the Spirit is involved. Where two or more are gathered in His name, I really felt like the Spirit is there with us. It encourages us. It guides us to the things that we need to talk about, even if that means that I have to cry on camera. Something that I am not comfortable with by any means. Um, I'm totally fine crying. I cry a lot, but, but in front of a camera, you know, like, no, mm -hmm. this is not something that I'm comfortable with, but this is something that is, uh, it's spirit driven and it's important. And this is what it should be about. I'm sorry. That turned into a rant. I'll stop now. No, that's what this is. <laughs> you, you no, let the spirit lead you where it goes. I will say real quick. I, I think we're getting 
to a point where uh, if we don't cut this off now and, and move over, mm -hmm. we're probably going to go way too long. So yeah. we just want to say for the YouTube listeners, sorry. Uh, you can head over to our website and listen to the rest of it, or you can head over to Odyssey. Odyssey or Rumble. Uh, we are, we're not on Rumble yet, as of this date, but I, we will be shortly. So yeah. maybe when you're listening to this, we will be on this Rumble. Might be, this is probably going to be the very first one. On Rumble? On Rumble. Okay. So. But uh, we're going to go over there so we can speak truth without being punished for it. Yeah. So... Um, Thank you for listening on YouTube. Uh, we're not going to give our closing because we're not done. But uh, thank you and God bless. And now, for those of you who are still listening, it means you're not on YouTube anymore. Uh, so is there anything you want to throw out right now? Because I got a few things I want to say that YouTube doesn't want me to say. <laughs> you start. Um, okay. And let's... Let's see how long it goes. I can always bring up some stuff later, but um, I might even talk more about like what I was just referring to a little bit ago about okay. CG Patriot and some of the stuff he was talking about. Now, guys, I've, I've said before, I'm, I'm really going to kind of back off of all the COVID stuff because it's just being almost beaten to death. We all know about it. And those of you who are here listening, most likely I'm preaching to the choir you're already on board. You understand what's going on. But I want to point it out because of the theme of this whole conversation that's happened so far. It's being prepared. Is the fact that, guys, Jesus is coming quickly. He, it's, it's not going to be another 100, 200, 300 years. Mm -hmm. it's, it's coming, my guess right now, and it's all it is, is just an examination of what's happening and and uh, just just a conjecture is, is another 10 at most. And a lot of that 10 is going to be horror. Mm -hmm. It's going to be chaos and we need to be prepared for it. So, um, most, what I'm, I'll start off with uh, there's, there's a couple doctors I watched, um, it just, this kind of thing upsets me. A couple of medical professionals, experts in their field, testifying before, uh, uh, state legislatures. And I got this, I got this sent to me. I sent them to you, didn't I? The, the Idaho and Texas. I don't think I got I, I, I don't think, I don't think you got the, yeah, you're right now. I don't think you got this. Um, just stating the realities of what is going on in their medical uh, opinions and they're explaining the realities as they're seeing them in their clinics, in their, in their studies, uh, in their research. Uh, and this, this link got sent to me. Here's the YouTube link. Here's the website link. I clicked on the <laughs> YouTube link, already been pulled already been mm -hmm. banned from YouTube. Uh, and now this is what bugs me. You know, they're medical professionals testifying before Congress pulled from YouTube for violating their terms of service. I'm like, what? Why? These are, these are the professionals. These are the experts. These are the people who know what they're doing. Guys, this tells me there's an agenda at work. That's the real point of all of this. There is an agenda behind this. Um, this is from that, those videos, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough testifying before the Texas legislators 
on March 10th of 2021, quote, people who develop COVID have complete and durable immunity. That's a very important principle, complete and durable. You can't beat natural immunity. You can't vaccinate on top of it and make it better. There's no scientific, clinical, or safety rationale for ever vaccinating a COVID-recovered patient. That is medical professional testimony pulled because we want everyone vaccinated. Why do we want everyone vaccinated? Uh, another, another statement that was made in these videos was current COVID shots. I, I don't even want to dignify them by calling them vaccinations. The current COVID shots do not create pure immunity and the shots do not prevent transmission. So what's the point? Um, they also mentioned, I want to spread this for anyone who's interested. They also mentioned on that myfreedoctor.com. Check it out if you're ever interested because they said that's a place you can go to if you ever want some of these medications that are being banned. Uh, you, you want a doctor to prescribe something that actually works if you're coming down with something. Uh, I've got more, but Brad, why don't you throw in with stuff you've got? Well, just, uh, okay, first of all, a couple things. One, why would we not want to have... Um, all the experts that we can get, all the greatest minds, mm -hmm. come together and discuss and debate and talk. Yes. Why, why are why? we silencing one group of people in particular? Um, two, why do we need to have everybody vaccinated um, if there's been plenty of evidence? I, and I think some of it's starting to actually leak out into the main media now, too, with the whole Johnson & Johnson vaccine and blood clots and all those kind of things. Um, I didn't want to mention it at the time, but... Um, but the video I watched from CG Patriot, Awake with Reason, mm -hmm. um, was talking about this vaccine um, uh, shedding uh, issue. Yeah. And the reason that his wife got a blood clot might have been uh, because of a very unique thing that I did not know anything about until I watched his video. But then I did some more research into it. Um, but basically... <laughs> He, she might have got the blood clot, even though she wasn't vaccinated. She might have got it because she was around vaccinated people. Yeah, very cool video. Uh, recommend watching it um, and and pray for that for that gentleman and his wife too. I, I, mm -hmm. I think they they deserve it because um, at the end of the day, I think he's just a good man trying to do his best to get what he, truth. Of course, he yeah. doesn't have absolute truth. Uh, we don't have absolute truth. Nobody no. has absolute truth. But he's doing his best, kind of like we're trying to do our best too. So. Um, I appreciate him for that, but so we're silencing one side of the, uh, of the smart people who should, who need to debate and talk about this stuff and figure it out. Another thing that's been yeah. concerning me since the onset of this is we don't have long-term information data. We don't have long-term yeah. information in 10 years. How many people are going to regret taking this thing because blood clot issues, cancers, other things that mm -hmm. we don't know. And another thing that I, I saw recently, I sent it to Scott. His mom had sent it to him, uh, yeah. a different video, but same idea. It, in this video that he talks about, the the truth, uh, what, what's his name? The the Patriot, CG Patriot? CG Patriot, but then also the other guy was like, 
Tom, Ted Truth? Ted Truth, something like that. Well, we'll have to look at Sorry, I didn't Sorry. prepare Todd, for this. Todd Truth, maybe? No, but he but he sent me one from this guy, CG Patriot, and in the middle of that, he goes, hey, I want you to show you this video that I just received, and I was like, oh, I've just seen that video. My mom sent it to me, so I sent Brad the link, because I said, the, what he's talking about in this video, here, here it is. So I gave it to Brad so he could look at it personally, but go ahead and explain. Well, basically, they just um, they they used a, a microscope and went four thousand times. I think it's four thousand times. May have been more, but they looked at they looked at the vaccine. Um, this was the was this the Pfizer? It was Swedish, right? Right, it was yeah. Swedish. But uh, was this the it was the Pfizer? Pfizer. Uh, so the Pfizer vaccine and the the microscope. They they zoomed way into it, and uh, this supposedly dead vaccine is not dead. There is yeah. something alive going on uh with yeah, this they can, vaccine they can tell when they zoom in that much that there are living entities moving around in it and it's i mean that alone is concerning but what is it now mm -hmm. they threw out some ideas in in this video that led me down another rabbit hole i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna suggest any of them do your own research on it if you want to but one of the thi but one of the things that kind of concerned me was the talk about this 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 uh, bioelectric gel, um, mm -hmm. and what kind of what what can that do to us once it's inside of us? And I mean, it's it's some crazy stuff mm -hmm. to consider, but uh, there's possibility of mm -hmm. mind control stuff. There's, mm -hmm. there, I mean, do your own research. I don't want to. I don't want to. If there's no truth to that whatsoever, I don't. I don't. Right. You know. But if there's even just a little bit of truth. And even if it's not that devious, we, we still were lied to. Yeah. You know, that we were still lied the to. Fact, so. The fact is, and the whole, the, the big thing about this is what Brad mentioned at the beginning is truth is being kept from us. We are intentionally, the, the narrative is being limited to one, one thought only. And any conflicting thought is being systematically eliminated. That should be terrifying. That should be the trigger that we have tyranny. Mm -hmm. uh, that that has never historically been good. Yeah, and it's not even and it's not even just in this regard. In this last two years, it's popped up in everything: uh, Hollywood, politics, uh -huh. yeah. uh, major corporations. Uh -huh. um, you know the people who 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 run the world the run the world. The ones with the most money, the ones with the most influence. Yeah. Um, Dennis Prager, I watched a video with him recently. He was uh, he was asked a question: What do you think about Bill Gates and his involvement with, uh, you know, trying to get his vaccine out there and trying to get microchips in it and all that kind of stuff? And Dennis Prager was, you know, he basically put it this way: He said, "I would be very afraid of someone who wants to fix the world and has the means to do it." You know, and yeah. I, I like the way he said that. I, I, you know, it's not, he didn't give, he didn't go into super details about very plain, simple. But yeah, I mean, it's true. People like Bill Gates, unlimited resources, uh, unlimited capabilities. If he doesn't like a law, what's to stop him from, you know, paying, you know, enough people or enough companies to back him to, to make it happen? You know, mm -hmm. it's just... It's just crazy, and, and, and there is plots going on. There are things happening. Yeah. And so, um, and, and this is why this is important. 
ultimately, Christians know we win. Yes. But there is still a battle that has to happen. And if you are in a battle, having the most information about, first of all, your enemy, their tactics, uh, their current operations, all of this stuff is very, very, very important. And whether you want to admit it or not, you are in a battle. Yeah. And that, that's primary. Uh, everything I'm giving here now, again, I really am going to really stop talking about the COVID and stuff. And I'm only bringing things like this up here because I'm pointing out the fact that we're being lied to. Mm-hmm. Not not so much, oh, COVID is, a, you know, all of this stuff. I, I've got... Uh, I've got here uh, sent to me a Stanford University study from November 20th of 2020 that says we should not be wearing face masks. They're doing more harm than good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, basically saying the face masks don't stop uh, the transmission. None of them do uh, of this uh, of this supposed virus. And, and they actually cause many, many, many more health issues uh, risks than than they could possibly hope to help, but there we're being it's being forced upon us by everyone. Well, masks were meant to be a short term used item, mm-hmm. and so uh, the particles from the virus are so small that they can get between the fibers of the mask. So mm-hmm. the mask doesn't actually do anything. But and, then, and even if it couldn't, even if the masks themselves were so were so sealed that the virus couldn't get through, well, first of all, that would mean they were they were so intact that oxygen couldn't get through, mm-hmm. and we would suffocate. But even though, even if the the fabric was that that intense, they're still not sealed to your face. It still gets around it. I mean, it still doesn't help at all. Well, and and the thing that I read recently uh, said that. There's microorganisms on the masks, and it's not good for us to actually be breathing those organisms in for long periods of mm-hmm. time. Yep. Short term, masks are great, but in the long term, they can actually do quite, serious damage. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I, and once again, one of your comments from one of your gentlemen, uh, natural immunity is, yeah. is the best. I think the human body knows how to handle things better than we do. Yeah. I think the whole system was created. Uh, to do exactly what it needed to do. So when you're blocking your body from doing what it needs to do, when you're keeping bad air uh, here and you're not getting that good air, uh, good air in, bad air out situation, when you're re- just basically breathing the same recycled air uh, all day long or for you know eight hour period at work or whatever it might be, I just don't see how that can be good for you. Mm-hmm. I'm not a medical person. Uh, yeah. I'm not a doctor. I'm not. It's just. It's just logic, um, and, and and that's the thing that drives me crazy about a lot of this stuff. A lot of this stuff, they don't want you to think logically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they want you to just accept the narrative that they're giving you. They don't want you to actually think. And when you do start to think about it logically, and and that that might be a reason why we have to be afraid too. A reason we might have to be afraid is because that stops us from thinking logically. Yeah. If we're in a constant state of panic, if we're in a constant state of being afraid, mm-hmm. we're not going to allow our mind to think logically. And so, but if you think about these, stop, calm down, get rid of the distractions in your life, turn off the news. For the love of yeah. God, turn off the news. Oh, yes. Um, but get rid of the distractions, be calm, think about it logically. A lot <laughs> of it doesn't make sense. Now, here's the last thing I'm going to throw out on, the, uh, on this note. Uh, just as far as more evidence 
uh, Dr. Derek Knaus. I don't know. I don't know if I'm saying his last name correctly. It's spelled K-N-A-U-S-S. -S. Uh, you can look him up yourself. Uh, he is a clinical lab scientist on an interview with Hal Turner radio show. He stated that he has tested 1,500 positive COVID-19 samples. They, they came to him as positive for COVID-19. He, he, he did his testing through Koch's postulates and observation under a scanning electron microscope and seeing what they actually were. They found no COVID in all 1,500 cases. What they found were mostly influenza A and some influenza B. Uh, so they sent their samples to Stanford, to Cornell, and to some at the University of California, to some University of California labs. They found exactly the same results. They found no COVID in any of these that were coming up positive for COVID. They all found influenza A and B. So then they spoke to the CDC and they asked for viable samples of COVID which the CDC said they could not provide as they had none. So they've come to, these people have come to the conclusion because of their research, because of their lab work, COVID-19 is imaginary and fictitious. And we were calling the flu COVID. And most of the hundreds of thousands who have died died through comorbidities such as heart disease, cancer, diabetes, emphysema, whatever. Uh, they also got the flu, which weakened their immune system, and they died for the other because of the other causes. He has yet to find a single one viable sample of COVID-19. At seven universities that did these lab tests, they are now collectively suing the CDC for COVID-19 fraud. Have you heard about that in the media? I very much doubt it. Have you? Is this a surprise to you? It's a surprise to me. Yeah. Well, it's a surprise that that's happening, but it's not a surprise. It actually logically, like I was just talking about, yes. makes a lot of sense. Because think about this. You say, because I was mentioned, I was talking to this with another guy earlier, and he just kind of stopped, paused, and said, wow, what are the implications of that? And that's where people are going to go with this. Are you telling me that the CDC is lying to me? Isn't that ridiculous to believe? Well, think about it this way. Which is more ridiculous to believe? That influenza A and B just magically disappeared? Yeah. Because think about this. We're being told influenza A and B have zero, zero cases of influenza A and B on the planet since, this year. Since March of 2020. Since March of 2020. We had a flu season up until about March of 2020. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's different in the rest of the world. But here in the United States of America, no flu after the March of 2020. It's only yep. been COVID. And we went one full flu season. If Logically, how many decades, year after year after mm -hmm. year, we know cold and flu season is coming. We know cold yes. and flu season is coming. Miraculously, it didn't come. Yeah, influenza A and B just suddenly, magically, miraculously disappeared. Which is more logical to believe, that it magically disappeared and with that, all of the richest, most powerful, governmental, political uh, uh, business leaders in the world love us and care about us and have nothing but good intentions for us? Or 
influenza A and B still exist, and power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Which of those two scenarios is more logical? Well, and this also makes sense on the 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 the, the deaths because you've shown mm-hmm. in previous uh, podcasts too how the death rates were the same. Yeah, yeah from this. Go you, check that out yourself. If you don't believe me, go check out death rates, mortality rates from any given year in history. Uh, and this guy goes into that too. They uh, uh, one of the I'm sorry, one of the doctors. On the previous, not this gentleman, but one of the doctors pre- I previously mentioned uh, mentions that too. Uh, they were giving their uh, testimony to the legislatures. They talk about, okay, here's the spike. Here's the spike. We had COVID go up to this high. Now we're now we're lowering, and now it's phasing out. And they said you compare that to any spike in history in flu season. Mm-hmm. The one gentleman said we don't have a COVID nineteen pandemic. We have a lack of vitamin D pandemic mm-hmm. as we have had every single year in history. We hit, we go outside in the summer months and we're in the sun and our body naturally produces vitamin D, which helps protect us. And the flu drops off, doesn't go away, but it drops off because our bodies are all generally fighting it successfully. Mm-hmm. Now we get into those darkened seasons of the year where we're staying inside. We're not getting uh, sunlight. We're not getting that immunity. And we're not supplementing with vitamin D. And suddenly, flu goes right up again. Mm -hmm. And then we go back into the sunlight, flu drops off again. He said, exactly the same pattern is happening this year. We're just calling it COVID. On a, not really changing the subject too much, but that reminded me of something I heard recently uh, from a video. Once again, I'm not a medical doctor or anything like that, but this... this... We're just listening to the ones who are. (laughs) Yeah. This is, it made some kind of sense to me. Um, here on earth, uh, we have the sun, which gives, you know, we have the vitamin D that, that helps us be, um, um, healthy from viruses and sicknesses and those kind of things. But I, I watched this video and it was kind of fascinating for um, quite some time now, people have been wearing a lot of rubber in their shoes and there's actually another thing, uh, the vitamin D, but there's also the electric magnetic field of the earth. Uh, comes up into us as well mm-hmm. and that can help that can help us uh, be healthy from anxieties um, huh. some other uh, headaches some other kind of more neurological issues uh-huh. um, so the so the sun provides the 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 help to combat the illnesses and the sicknesses and the, and all that kind of stuff but the earth itself can help us uh, and, and like I said I'm not a doctor I don't know if this is true or not it kind of made some sense because for quite some time we've yeah. been putting rubber in our shoes and it's actually been blocking um, some of that electromagnetic. Uh, and I've, I've seen people who swear by like electromagnetic bracelets and different kind of things and it supposedly mm-hmm. helps and whatnot. I don't know. It could be it could be nothing. But I still found that interesting. And may I just suggest that with summer coming, with warmer weather coming up, maybe try, uh, you know, just spending some time in the grass and uh, without <laughs> yeah. your rubber shoes and, and, and just soak up some sun and, 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 and maybe be barefoot in the grass. I don't know. There might be something to it. I thought it was kind of cool when I heard <laughs> that. 
Yeah. Um, but, but it also would help explain how, why depression and anxiety and yeah. all these and, and all these other kind of issues have been on the rise for many many decades. Yeah. And also might explain why we we see that more like here in the United States of America, but not necessarily in places where they don't have rubber shoes and and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I have no idea. I'm not smart. It's enough. a thought. I'm not smart enough to it's... figure that out. But um, <laughs> but as a migraine sufferer, um, you know that was like oh. Maybe okay, I'll try it. You know, <laughs> I mean, relief from migraines is would be wonderful. So. Yeah, mm. enough of a reason to try at least. Yeah. So, but I guess what I'm getting at is we we could keep going with proof after proof after proof of things that are going on. I just had, I was going to bring it up as a, another further point of case. Some someone sent it to me, and I I watched it. Someone sent it to me. I reviewed it. It was a hundred and I want to say 127 pages with each page with multiple articles of real documented cases of people who have died from the vaccine uh, or, or have received serious injury from this vaccine. Documented cases of suffering. Uh, I got just got back into it. Brad, uh, Brad can testify. I opened it back up again to review it. I was going to bring it up here. Well, I, I am bringing it up, but I was going to point out some, some things on it. Blocked by Google for violating their terms of service. It was funny because he did one of those <laughs>, laughs, not not like it's actually funny, just like a ironic, <laughs> of course. Yep. You know, and I, yeah, I could see the message. And that's, that's the primary thing. There, there's an active attempt. Guys, we're getting closer and closer. I don't believe we're here at the very last times, but I believe we're very near it and we need to prepare. We have time right now. Things are getting worse. When you combine this with the stolen election, when you combine this with everything, just everything going on in the world today, the increasing destruction in the world itself, uh, uh, meteorologists are saying it's, it's no joke. There's more destruction in the world, earthquakes, typhoons, hurricanes, uh, uh, tornadoes, uh, uh, everything going on than there ever has been in world history. This is documented uh, as, as such, at least recorded history. And things are coming to a head. Prepare. Prepare yourself. Mm -hmm. Draw near to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Draw near to Jesus. Let him reveal himself to you the way he wants to be revealed, not the way you want him to be revealed. Yeah. I thought you were going to jump in. Sorry, no, it no, no. Like you were going to say just, something. Just as I was saying earlier, get rid of the idol that you have of him mm -hmm. in, in your head. Uh, get rid of what the world. Don't let the world define who God is to you. Let God define who He is to you yes. through a personal relationship with Him. Because that is the only thing that's going to matter in what's coming. It's the only thing that matters now. We're just. I personally believe we've just left the era of Laodicea and 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 laziness and mm -hmm. selfish self righteousness and and just apathy. Mm -hmm. And guys, he's shaking us. Mm -hmm. He is shaking us. He's allowing us to either come out of this uh, wholeheartedly for him or to be torn apart. It's our decision. So I'm I'm pleading with you on his behalf. Please let yourself be shaken. Please let yourself uh, come to him because that's, that's, that's it. There's nothing else. I was talking to one gentleman who was like, I'm going to get me an RV. I'm going to load it up with ammo. 
going to load it up with food. I'm going to head out to the middle of nowhere. I'm going to blow someone's head off who tries to set foot in my door. I'm like, you think the military cares? You know, I, you know, if they really seriously, if you're out there in the middle of nowhere with that, they're not even going to send in a tank. They're just going to hit you with a sidewinder missile from a chopper three miles away. Uh, they don't care. That's not going to protect you. Don't put your faith in chariots. Mm-hmm. Don't put your faith in horses. Put your faith in the only one that can protect you no matter what situation you're in. Put your faith in the only one that can create an escape from any horrific situation you're in. Uh, and you're going to be prepared to help those around you. Don't be stuck in a situation going, uh, if only I had been smart enough to prepare myself for this time and be ready, but now I don't know what to do. And not only am I going to suffer, but all around me that I love are going to suffer too because I couldn't do anything about it. And something that I've been learning lately is I need to be more well-rounded. I need to be prepared in multiple different areas because I don't know what God's going to ask me to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I might think I'm very well prepared for this and then that's not what God wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I don't have any advice to that. Just be well-rounded. Um, be prepared in multiple ways, in different ways. Uh, but always yeah. take it to the Father. Ask Him, you know, what... Uh, as I explained earlier, I, I've been asking God for quite some time. Just keep educating me. Just keep uh, leading me down the path that leads to Him. Just keep showing me. Just keep uh, correcting me when I do wrong. You know, just all of these things. Just keep me uh, on the path that leads to You. And He's been doing that. I don't know why He wouldn't do that for you as well. I can't think of any reason. Yeah. If, uh, <laughs> if you know, if you seek Him and and want to do His will, and uh, and and you really want to be His child. Reach out to him and, and say, okay, um, I'll walk in faith down the path that you present to me and uh, be well-rounded. Yes, absolutely. And one last thing I want to point out here that just occurred to me is uh, something else that FAI brought up in one of the studies I was listening to, and I to- wholeheartedly agree with. I just like the way they put it, um, is for the people who are saying, um, I, I'm look, I don't know what's going to happen and I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to sit back and love God. That's not a bad idea on the surface. That's what we're all called to do is just love him. Mm-hmm. But God said to love me is to obey me. Mm-hmm. And if the words of Jesus say, prepare yourself, I am telling you these things so that you can be prepared I want you to go into the world and do this or that. I want you to be prepared for this or that. Then by disobeying him, are you loving him? And and to love him is to love his commandments. So I would mm-hmm. say test yourself too. Yeah. Do you love his commandments? Um, and if you're finding an area where you don't necessarily love one of his commandments, then maybe that's, you need to work on that part of your relationship too. And I don't ever want to come off as, yeah, as I'm perfect. Yeah. Look how great I am. You don't know. This is, this is an ongoing, I'm an ongoing work in progress. Yeah. Um, I have so many things. uh, It's not easy to get on here and, and explain to you that I, I had this dream and, Perhaps to someone out there, they go, yeah, Brad, duh, you should be prepared for something like that. 
and it just now is occurring to me. Uh-huh. That means you're further along in your mm-hmm. in, in your journey. Um, oh, definitely. You know, but in that regard, yeah. than I am. Um, and but, that's the weird thing about this. I realize some people are listening, going, "I I'm not there yet. I don't see that." And some people are listening, going, "Oh, I am so far beyond that. You guys are catching up to me." Right. And maybe we're right on par with somebody out there, uh-huh. uh, you know. But any which way you look at it, we're all works in progress. Mm-hmm. If you think you have reached a point where you can learn nothing else, then you're fooling yourself. I'm yeah. sorry. And there is one thing. Uh, sorry, I said one thing last <laughs> time. Now I'm going to point out one more thing. Along these lines, I was just talking with my son about this. We we're having a long discussion. And one of the things I pointed out is I want to make a differentiation between the person who says, I'm truly chasing God with all my heart. And God, Brad, would you say, you, we just read it. You just read it uh, earlier in in your uh, podcast on Revelation. Uh, faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Does that mean faith and hope are unimportant? Oh, gosh. No. no. No, we have faith, we have hope, and we have love. And mm-hmm. even though love has a supreme importance, faith and hope are, are still important to understand, right? Absolutely. So let's say, I told my son, he's got uh, a couple of Canadian friends named Alex and Calvin. And I said, let's say, Matthew, uh, uh, my son, uh, uh, God's working on your heart in love because you, you, have a, you, you have a struggle in that area. But Calvin is also chasing God with all his heart, but he's, he's got love down. He knows love. God is working in his heart on hope. Mm-hmm. He's lacking hope. And I said, Alex over here, he's chasing God with all his heart, all his heart. He's going after God. Um, uh Love is not an issue right now. Hope, hope, yeah, maybe he doesn't have, maybe he needs to be dealt with in hope, but God is working on him in faith because God knows as the perfect one, God says, I know what you need right now and what you need is faith. We'll work on hope later. We'll work on love later. What you need right now is faith, whatever. I, you know, I'm making this up, but every one of us who is truly chasing God. We're still limited beings and God knows what we need right now. And for that person who says, I hear what you're saying about all this and I'm not in disagreement with you, but God's not leading me there right now. I'm on your side. I'm on your side. You follow God wherever he leads you. Uh, You do that. I make a differentiation between that person and the person who just says, oh, God is love. I'm just going to love God. And really what it is, it's a disguise to be apathetic and selfish. Mm-hmm. It's the person who says, uh, I'm just trying to get you off my back because I'm sick of you telling me about what God wants me to do. I just want to sit back here on my sofa, watch my football games, uh, drink my beer, and just say, I'm loving God in my own way. And, and you just back off. So there, there's a difference. It's a generation of people who want to be lazy. It really mm-hmm. is. And, and I'm, I'm self-convicting. There, I, I've, yeah. you know, I've failed many times in this area where just mm-hmm. sitting back and playing a video game seemed way more interesting and easy than doing something that would actually grow me as a person. You know. And on that note, I am personally, I've been off video games for about a week now. Sweet. I didn't think I could do it for that. And I've... I've made, I, I'm chasing God in that way. I've given God, at least for now, there's a, it's a personal thing I won't get into right now, but there's a time limit I've sort of given him. I've sort of said, I am not going to touch it because you're right. That was my rest. That was my, I would go to the word and I would study and I would pray and I would be like, 
Oh, okay, I'm done. I've, I've struggled. I'm tired. Let's go play video games to relax. And I realized I wasn't giving him that piece of me. So I've said, I'm off of that. And now I'm spending that time that I would have been doing that in prayer for others and things like that. And when this time is up, I'll go back, you know, I'm not convicting, not saying you there, you playing Pac-Man, you playing Mario Brothers, knock it off, that's evil. No, I love games. I still love games. Mm -hmm. But I was, we're self-convicting here and all that we're talking about, chasing God, I'm trying to give up more of myself too and I'm trying to chase him in this way and say, God, I want to experience you in a more powerful way and so I've got to give up other things and not just give them up, but take that time that I was spending there and focus on you and give that time to you and give that effort to you and, and even give that relaxation to you. Guys, I know how to study God's word much more than I know how to relax with God. <laughs> I really do. I've got to learn just how to take it easy with God because my taking it easy goes other places. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And, and I've just got to give him my joy, my love, my rest, my, my peace in those areas. So we're, we are, we're self-convicting. We're doing this too. We're on a journey. I, I would love, so love to be having this conversation and talking to you. And, and Okay, Jesus, I'll tell them that. What Jesus, you know, I would love to be in that position. Wouldn't we all? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, we can. We can. Enoch was walking and talking with God. Because he was chasing God so much, uh, you know, we could do that too. In fact, we have a better ability to do that with the Holy Spirit and dwelling within us. We're not because we don't have that because of us, not because of Him. Uh, yeah, I, well, we. Uh, I've I've been saying it for quite some time, and once again, I don't want to be like I'm. I've mastered it, but mm-hmm. distractions. The world shouts at us. Uh, it's everywhere. Uh, whatever your whatever your addiction is, if it's if it's video games, if it's movies, if it's sports, if it's the news, if it's mm-hmm. the Weather Channel, it doesn't matter. Things yeah. things are everywhere are just shouting at us. The world is so loud anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, even in just my my neighborhood, uh, we've got construction going on and. And uh, we're surrounded by neighbors, and I love I love dogs. Don't get me wrong, but we're surrounded by neighbors who have dogs, and 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 the, and the construction, and all the and the and, and and the sounds of the cars. You know, I opened the windows the other day, and I was just took a moment. And I'm like, okay, this is nice. And then, yeah. And it's like, oh my gosh, I need I need I need even just that to quiet down, just so I can focus. And I had the just the other day, I I I like latch hook. It's sort of my just peaceful thing to do. I enjoy, you know, I've said it before, I think. Uh, I enjoy just the one piece at a time Mm -hmm. and seeing the whole picture blossom. It's, you know, just my focus thing. And I was doing this the other day and I was like, I'd have, you'd have a, I'd have a grid 10 by 10 and I would do that and I would listen to a Bible study while I was doing that. And then I would listen to my next 10 by 10 grid. I'd listen to praise and worship music and I'd be singing along. And then I went, my next 10 by 10 grid, I'm going to stop. I'm going to shut off everything. And I'm going to pray for people. I'm going to, I'm going to pray in, in tongues. I'm going to pray uh, in the spirit. I'm going to pray for people. I didn't get that 10 by 10 grid finished because five notches in, um, 
hey, come down. We we need you to do this. Okay, I got to get up. I come back, you know, five more notches in, you know, oh, the dog's having a problem. We got it. And, and I realized the others were good. I'm not bad-mouthing the others. We need to study. Praising God is wonderful. But once I entered into prayer, once I entered into that prayer warfare, Satan wanted me stopped. Mm-hmm. And I realized, I said, that, that can't happen. That can't continue. Uh, whatever happens from now on, I've got to make that a focus. Yeah. Uh, he's going to try to put a stop to, all right, I'm going to enter in. Oh, you know, we've got, we've got to do whatever it is we overcome it, even if it's just a bow, wow, wow is going on and I don't care. I'm just plowing through it. Uh, um, you know, hey, I need you to, you know what? I'm sorry, but not right now. Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm done. Shut the door, lock the door. No, I really need you. I'm going to barricade the door because this is the most important thing. Us connecting with God in that way and Satan knows it. Satan knows it. He, Every prayer meeting, uh, every, every time I've ever been with a group who says, we're going to meet every one of these days, whatever, for this long and we're going to pray. We're going to come together in prayer. They've always ended abruptly. There's always been something, some, some sort reason, of little emergency or yeah, this weird thing to or, end them all. Uh-huh. And I, that's not a coincidence. That's not. It's not happenstance. There's a purpose behind it. Yeah. And we are going very long. So. Oh my, we sure are. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I, I said one thing before, and I think it's turned into about five. And uh, <laughs> uh, do you want to wrap this up with anything? Yeah, I'll just I'll just thank you all for. Um, especially if you, if you've stuck with us for an hour and 29 minutes and three seconds, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause we're just, we're, we're just two bumbling idiots mm-hmm. that are trying to do our best to, uh, I really promise I'll stop talking about the COVID from now on. You guys all know it's a lie, you know, to whatever extent they're, they're manipulating us. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Um, unless, unless it's something super serious that we need to talk about, I yeah. don't see why we need to, uh, because uh, the truth is, why are we here? Because God loves us and yeah. and and we love Him, and that's that's what we're trying to to show and uh, to express. Right. And... Well, I didn't promise Brad would talk about it. <laughs> I just promised I wouldn't. Talk. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, no. Th- thank you, thank you. Seriously, thank you um, for supporting us. Because yeah, we, we we need you too. We're not just doing this for you. We need you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's what all of this has always been about. Is uh, is since, since the Jesus walking on the earth, it's always been about um, bringing people together to celebrate Him, to love Him, yeah. to let Him celebrate us and love us, and to share that with each other, to minister to each other, to hold each other accountable. To I mm-hmm. mean, all of these things. That's what it was meant to be. Uh, we we're not can, perfect, but we are family. Yeah, absolutely. And so we need you just as much. Uh, actually, we need you more than than you probably need us. But, <laughs> um, but yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah. I'm gonna get in the habit of not being ashamed to say this, even though I probably should have said it when the YouTube video portion was on. But if you like this, please, um, please uh, like the video. Um, it actually does. I, I, I've heard people say this before in other videos. Please like and subscribe. And and uh, they would always be like, it really does help. And I couldn't figure out how. But now that I'm a YouTube creator, that's weird, content creator. Yeah. 
It's a weird. I know. It's a weird thing to say. Oh, oh, shoot! One piece of podcast business. Okay, I'm gonna go say ahead. it go so ahead. it happens. Uh, I'm gonna upload this conversation as quickly as possible. Uh, this coming. What is the actual date? I wanna. I, I wanna get this right. I don't know. Uh, 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 so this is. Oh come on. <laughs> You're <laughs> looking is, for the date. This is uh, Friday the twenty third. Friday the thirtieth at four o'clock. Um, yes, four o'clock Central Time. Um, I'm uploading the conversation audio drama, and ah. uh, the uh, the conversation audio drama visual movie thing <laughs> <laughs> that I created for YouTube, um, uh, as as well as a podcast just talking about. Um, why Scott wrote that play, why we did it, how it's important to us, uh, all those kind of behind things. the scenes stuff. Yeah, just behind the scenes stuff. Um, so that will be uploaded, and I'm saying that, and I'm going to upload this, so I have to get it done because <laughs> now I've made right. a promise. Um, it's actually done. I'm just working on the video part of it, and it's mostly done. Um, I hope I created a cool little way of visually trying to interpret what was going on there unfortunately that does mean you'll have to see my face a little bit i apologize so uh we've gone on for long enough sorry but at the same time not sorry because this has felt good i, I hope you've appreciated it may your conversations with god continue as soon as you stop this as always this has been scott this has been brad and as always this is not about us